to The Ripple Makers Show. Deep dive stories and confessions with inspirational changemakers from within the One Drop Movement community. This show will share with you the winning insights behind how real changemakers and thought leaders, movement makers and brand builders react when the shit really hits the fan. Watch out for insightful episodes launched every Friday covering how these inspirational changemakers have learned the hard way to become the go-to experts in their industry. Hosted by yours truly, Sammy Blindell, The Brand Builder. On today's show, we've got the amazing Navin Jaitley, who's joining us. He's an award-winning speaker. He is a professional salesman here to show you exactly how to sell from the inside out. He's an accredited executive coach, and he runs Navin Jaitley Coaching Limited, working with purpose-driven entrepreneurs, corporate execs, and business leaders to maximize performance. Navin is one of our incredible mentors in the Ripple Makers Mastermind program. He's supporting our members to go out there and make those sales, create those ripples, and make those waves and he's just about to launch his very first book although he has been published in one of my books the law of brand attraction he's now about to launch his very first book i'm delighted to be the writer of the forward for this book i can't wait for him to tell you more but before we dive into his book let's talk about his oh fuck moment let's get him up on the screen navin jaitley navin i'm so excited to have you with us today and i want to dive straight in to what was Navin's oh fuck moment. So take us straight yeah. there. Sure. Well, first, thanks for having me, Sammy. Thanks for a lovely introduction. And yeah, I mean, my oh fuck moment. I mean, the first oh fuck moment I had, I would say it was a, a sort of a death by a thousand cuts, which culminated into an oh fuck moment. And that was years ago when I first started my sales career. And when I first started, and I've written about this in my book and also the law of brand attraction as well, this story, because it was a really, this was a really powerful moment for me. When I, when I first started my sales career, I was, I was struggling. And a lot of people didn't quite understand why, because I had the sort of characteristics of what everybody thought would make a great salesperson, but I wasn't really doing what I needed to do. And I was constantly feeling that like I was going to get sacked. And it wasn't just about losing your job. It's the whole, you know, the, the, the pride you have around that. It's, it's everything that goes with that as well. And I used to go into work, wasn't really enjoying it, was nervous, wasn't really feeling it, was always questioning myself and questioning whether I was even in the right career. And this was sort of happening on an ongoing basis. And the big oh fuck moment was when I had to get a deal in, which was really to save my year sales wise. And, and really, if I, if I was going to be honest with myself, I thought maybe this would even keep me in my job or not. And I'd done actually reasonably well to get this deal to this level. And I was going to go in and meet the CEO. It was a small company. And I was going to meet the CEO and I was really nervous. And I got to the office. I remember it was in central London near Farringdon and, and got into the, got to the guy's office. And I remember being at reception and I was making chit chat with the receptionist. And you know, when you're faking confidence because inside you're just thinking, oh shit, I hope everything goes well. I hope the, the, the customer buys. Otherwise, you know, I'm toast. And it was kind of a lot of catastrophizing going on in my head. And um, eventually spoke to the receptionist and eventually the guy came out and went into the into the room and you know say some pleasantries and I started talking to him and it all started off going quite well and I remember though just keep thinking all I kept thinking is don't mess this up that was a kind of in the sort of thought going on in my subconscious don't mess this up now I look back at it I really am aware of that was what was going on and you've got to get the sale you've got to get the sale and again, I was, you know, I, I, don't, I think I was coming across okay, but inside this whole different dialogue was going on in my head. 
And he then asked me at one point a question and the question threw me. And rather than just saying, I don't know the answer or I'll get back to you on that. I don't know why, but I, well, I do know now why, but at the time I didn't know why, but I just felt like I had to give him an answer and pretend I knew. And I gave him an answer, which was completely like made up. And you know, when you sometimes like look at someone's face and you can just see in their face, they just think you what? And I just saw his face change. And, and I actually, as I got more nervous, I just kept coming out this verbal diarrhea. Right. And it was almost like you know, car crash TV. And I just kept going on and on. And he basically looked at me and he just said, are you, are you sure about that? You know, he sort of questioned my answer. And I said, well, um, actually, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually not that sure. And he said, well, why did you give me that answer? And again, you know, when you're just so, just so I was so nervous anyway, and this just made everything worse. And I, and I didn't really have an answer for him. And I just went, oh, I, I, I think I, I can't even remember exactly, but I think I just mumbled something. And you could just see the guy like completely lost confidence and faith in me. And the, and you know, I carried on and I just remembered my training, which was asked loads of open questions. And I got to like the second or third open question. I could feel I already lost this. And he just turned around and said, look, I think uh, I made my decision and we're not going to be buying from you. He was quite blunt about it. And his whole demeanor had changed. He was quite friendly at the start. So actually quite curt, quite blunt. And do you know when you just feel like, I've got nothing else to say. I'm not even going to try to persuade this person. I've I've messed up here, right? And basically, I, I sort of put my head between my legs and said, well, look, if you ever change your mind, you know where we are. I can't even remember the, how I ended this. It was a blur how I ended it all. Left the room and I just thought, oh my God, that's it. I'm going to get sacked. This is terrible. And I walked home and I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send a resignation email to my manager before I get sacked, Right. <laughs> So I went home that night and like, cause the, the, the meeting was the last thing before of that evening. So the next day I was gonna go into work and I thought, look, let me just get my, out of my misery. Why don't I just give my resignation in, right? Like I don't even wanna face my manager and sort of explain how the whole meeting went. So, and, and that evening as I sat there, I just started watching some, I, I remember sticking on like YouTube and I started like thinking, okay, look, let me just stick something positive on. And um, there was a clip on this, the guy called Tim Galway, which is the inner game of tennis. He's written a book called The Inner Game of Tennis. I've gone on to actually do his training a couple of years ago. And you know, when you just like, you listen to something, you think, hang on, that, that, that's what's going on. And basically what he talks about is that he, what he did, he trained a lot of tennis people, tennis stars. And what he would say is a lot of the time it's, they defeat themselves with the game that's going on in their head, what he calls the inner game. And I just thought, well, that's what it was. And, and what he said is the negative self-talk, right? It's the trying too hard. It's not having the confidence and belief that things are going to work out. And even if you have all the skill in the world, if that's what's going on in your background, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make no difference to how, or very little difference to how much skill you have. And I just thought that that's what's going on here. Like the reason I'm not selling isn't because I, I've got a decent amount of training. You know, I'm still fairly young and starting off my career, but good enough to be selling. I, you know, I've always been pretty okay socially. You know, I've always been able to have a conversation. And so I thought this is all about what's going on inside. And I said, I'm not going to have had my resignation in. And I went the next day and I said to my manager, look, I'm just going to tell you the truth. The customer didn't buy. And the reason they buy was because of me. And I explained the whole situation. And I think there was two things that happened because I was so honest about it. And because I came in quite confidently, even explaining how I messed up. And I even said, look, this is what I intend to do about it. They didn't sack me. Right. So maybe I was never going to get sacked anyway, but they didn't sack me. And I went away and I carried on working on myself. 
and I carried on working my sales. And eventually, it wasn't one of those things that overnight I became really great, but eventually I start heading in the right direction. And then you get one win under your belt, becomes two wins, becomes three wins, and then you just become naturally much more confident. And I left that company, okay, and I went to another company. And when I went into that other company, I came with a fresh start. I didn't leave that company in, in a bad situation. I just went to a new company with a fresh start, and everything from then just went like upwards. And I learned a lot from that moment and everything I've been doing up until then, which ne I've never, ever forgotten. And it's a lot of what I do now because I realized that the main problem wasn't so much skill set. It was mindset and it was emotional mastery. And don't get me wrong. I carried on working on my skills and something like sales. There are tangible sales skills like questioning and negotiating, et cetera, that you do need to learn. But as well as learning them, what I really did after that was I started working on myself. And I start working on my relationship with myself. I start working on my relationship with sales. I start working on my confidence and belief on my actual mindset, my attitude. And once I started doing that, the results were exponential. And so that moment really stuck out to me as my, my first oh fuck moment. And actually, in the last couple of years since I've been running my business, there's been a, I call it a mini oh fuck moment. <laughs> But still, nevertheless, I think very powerful. And I think it's something that I should share. And you'll remember this, actually, Sammy, because when I first started working with you, um, you know, I was all I was I had sort of my one foot still in my head in the corporate world. Right. And I was always very much like, oh, like my attitude was like, I'm going to give this entrepreneurial journey a bit of a go. Right. Let, let me see what happens. Right. And it wasn't, I didn't have that much conviction, not so much in myself now, but my conviction in this, in what I was doing. And I always kept thinking, well, if it doesn't work out after a few months, I'll, I'll go back to the corporate world. And just having my feet in two areas wasn't, you know, wasn't very, very good, wasn't good, basically. And I realized that a few months into my journey, about six months into my journey, I actually realized, do you know what? One of the reasons I'm not being as successful as I want is because I'm not playing all out. I'm not committing. And when you don't commit, I think find that you start having a lack of conviction. And when you haven't got conviction, you're always never going to, I wasn't that I was doing badly, but I'm never going to live up to my potential. And I was coaching and training people this. So I thought, again, second OFAC moment, which is I've got to make a commitment here. I've got to forget about either, either go, do you know what? This isn't for you and go back to the corporate world. Do that, make that decision now. Or go, do you know what? There is no corporate world. Right. For now, anyway, I'm just completely forgetting having a job or anything like that and put everything, your mind, your body, your soul into this entrepreneurial journey. And when I did that, when I made that commitment, when I had that oh fuck moment and it made me just go, OK, I'm going to commit to this. My results just exponentially went up and not just my results, but more importantly, I became a much better coach or trainer because now I was living what I was telling other people. So not only I became better in my own results, but other people, I was helping them even better. And so there, I, I guess my two oh fuck moments that in very different circumstances, but I still think very profound and very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. I remember the amount of conversations that we had because I was personally coaching you at the time. And I remember pretty much every call we had was like, Navin, you got this, you can do this, that, you know, don't, don't even think about going back to the corporate world if you were happy there you wouldn't have come away from it in the first place you've got this you can do this and I think sometimes and I know that you do this with your clients as well sometimes it just takes the belief of someone else it only takes the belief of one other person in you 
that's supporting you to shape it, to mold it and to go for it and still kind of breathing that life into it alongside you, that can give it so much more power and belief. So your turning point was actually the point where you went all in and, you know, go big or go home ultimately. And you made that commitment, you made that decision, you made that choice and you went for it. I know there's a lot of people that are going to be listening in, tuning in, maybe even watching right now that might be thinking to themselves, well, it's all right for you now then, because, you know, you've obviously, you've got all the skills, um, you know, in sales as well. So for those people that are brilliant and they're creative and they're doing their thing and they're great at that, but they're not great at selling. And they're like, well, you were, you're, it's all right for you, Navin, because you were already great at sales and you were going out and selling. What would you say to those people that, that have got that kind of inner game going on? Because you had the catastrophizing side of things going on. They maybe have that and also that fear of picking up the phone or getting on Zoom with those clients. What would you say to those people listening in? Sure. I mean, like so many things you can say there, but I think the first thing is I like to stress is something like sales can be learned, right? Anything's learnable. To be honest, there's definitely something like sales. And I, I, I say this because I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been in the corporate world working with lots of other salespeople and I've been in the entrepreneurial world and then coaching and training people to become better at sales. And I've seen in both, in both areas, people who weren't that great at sales learned it. So it's a learnable skill. So if you think, oh, I'm not great at sales, don't worry, you can go away and learn it. But second of all, and this is the other side of what I, I, I'm all about, which is the inner game. And really, it's not about whether you have a skill in sales or not. If you're not picking up the phone, it's ultimately you haven't got that belief and confidence in either yourself or a great outcome happening. Okay. So with that, let's even park sales to the side. That's where personal development and inner game, inner mindset, emotional mastery becomes really important. And I always say this, just like going to the gym, you don't go to the gym once and come out with a six pack, right? You have to continuously go, you have to eat the right food, you have to train consistently and over a long period, and, and then the magic's going to happen, or whatever you're looking for, right, in the gym. And that's the same with personal development. And I think I, I have got a bit of a problem because I think there's a lot of people out there who make it out that it's a, a very quick fix. And, and it, it's not. I mean, results can change quickly, but once you get yourself to a certain level, especially internally, and that's nothing to do with sales or not. That's, that's what I call inner game. So my, in answer to that, be like, work on yourself every day. Work on your mindset. Work on your emotional mastery. And I, I do differentiate that because there is a difference between mindset and how your emotion, even though mind leads to emotion, there are differences. Work on that each and every day. And in terms of sales, learn it use books, podcasts, get a sales coach, use something, do whatever it takes, learn sales, because like it or not, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you need to sell. And just a third point of that, which is a little bit going off piece, but I think it's very important is a lot of people don't like the idea of learning to sell. They don't even like the idea of being thought of as a salesperson. And one of the things I also do, and I'm very passionate about, is actually changing what people think about sales. Because it's got a bit of a bad rep, understandably so, because there's a lot of bad people out there, both in, in the corporate world and in the entrepreneurial world who are giving sales a bad rep. But ultimately, sales is serving. Sales is understanding people and sales is helping people. So once you get your head around that, you're then going to think, actually, well, I love doing that. I know a lot of people in the community, they love helping people. They love serving people, right? They love understanding about people. And if they can just get their mindset around that's what selling is, that's the first step to then go actually then to want to go and improve your sales skills. 
and like I said, simultaneously work on yourself from an internal perspective. And over time, you'll be fine. <laughs> it's like go to that uh, inner game gym, <laughs> start yeah. building muscle. And you're so right. You know, I think people they they want to have instant results, and you know, but sales is an instant soup. Neither is building a relationship. And uh, you know, there's that kind of cliche analogy of you wouldn't get married on a first date. Uh, you know, it is it is totally true, isn't it? If somebody tries to to get married on a first date, the thing you want to do is back off. And it is, it's all about that relationship. And what I'm hearing is that, you know, a lot of people master sales because they think that it's all about mastering the relationship with the customer. But actually what I'm hearing from you is when you master the relationship you have with yourself, the relationship you have with your customers becomes very easy. 100%. It's a bit like dating. Sales is like dating. If you are going out and trying to master your dating skills, but you haven't got a great relationship with yourself, or you don't feel that confident about yourself, you don't feel that great about yourself, you're either not going to be very successful, or you're going to attract the wrong people in your life. Yeah. Right? So it's the same with sales, right? It's if you you could you definitely can work on your skills. That's the outer game. But you've got to start off by actually feeling great about yourself, feeling really great about what selling is, and have your confidence and belief sky high. So that you not only then add skills to that and attract the right customers and get more customers, but like I said, get the right ones as well. Yeah. And I think that's something that is a, a really important piece of this uh, business growth puzzle is to make sure that you are attracting the right customers. And of course, the way you act, the way you behave, the way that you show up, the, the way that you become who you want to see in the world, you'll naturally notice that when you shift your energy to match what it is that you want to attract, then you'll find you attract a lot more of it because you're feeling really good about yourself. You're you're not going into that sale scared out of your wits like you were. <laughs> I think we've all been there. You know, when I when I think about some of the conversations I've had in sales, I think, oh my God, and I cringe right at the very beginning, mistakes that I made. And I, you know, I, I think it's um, you know, it's perfectly acceptable to to understand and know that even if you get it wrong, it doesn't make you a bad person. I think what happens is we don't get the sale and then we take that as a hit on our identity. I think there's a part of our own identity that has uh, a little bit, you know, like the Apple logo with the chunk taken out of it. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, when we, when we get that rejection, we feel like a chunk has been taken out of us and we take that hit very personally, don't we? What would your advice be for not taking sales too personally? Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. And so, I mean, actually, one of the things I speak in my, in my book is the fear. And, and there's lots of fears. And, and two of the most powerful fears, especially when it comes to sales and business, but life as well, is the fear of failure and the fear of judgment, right? Which is slightly different because the fear of failure is I mess this up or I get it wrong or I don't succeed. And fear of judgment is what do people think of me? And I think that's one of the, one of the, the key things when you're trying to get rid of that fear when it comes to sales and not take things personally when you get rejected because inevitably you will get rejected in sales it's just the law that's out there is that you've got to first of all get a better relationship with your fear with failure and not in a not in a bad way but care less what other people think but not in a I don't give a stuff about people but don't let them or don't let that fear of what other people think stop you from doing things and that takes in the book I've actually got exercises around that but that takes practice, right? That's not going to just overnight. You don't want to wake up and say, I don't care about failing anymore. And I don't care about being judged anymore. It's just not working like that. It's a gradual process. So that's one thing you can do. 
work on your relationship with those two things. And just being conscious of it can really help. If you sometimes think, I'll give you a perfect example. When I first started, I make very few videos, right? Because I was almost like, I need to get the video perfect. And when I asked myself, if I was really being honest, is I was afraid of what people would think of it. But when I then stepped into what I'm doing this about, the whole reason I'm doing this business, one of the reasons I'm doing this business is to empower and educate people. Then the onus went of me looking how, how good do I look to, I'm going to get something out there because somebody's going to get something from this. And so the second piece of getting rid of that fear of rejection is don't make it about yourself. Tap into your higher vision or higher purpose and make it about that because that naturally will drag you through that fear and stop making you as worried about being rejected, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes complete sense. And it's such a such a good piece of advice. And it's good for all of us to be reminded of that as well. Now, Navin, I want to come back to the book in a moment. And, and I want you to tell us all about the book. Uh, and I'm really excited to find out what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I know you've got a big launch that is happening uh, today, actually, at the point of making this recording with you. You've got a big launch tonight. And I really want to get behind your vision and where you're taking it and the whole book launch and everything. I want to find out more about that. Where's Navin going next? And we're going to do that when we come back from our little boogie break. So sit back, relax, or indeed get up and shake that tootie. If you've got it, shake it, give it a wiggle, give it a jiggle. We'll be back in a couple of minutes to go into what did Navin do next? What's he up to? And how can you get involved in the movement that Navin is building? Go and shake it out and we'll see you shortly. you've come from 
and where you're going are so big and you know how you could not have conceived that in our first coaching sessions I remember way back when it was probably 2020 2021 um when you were having your first coaching sessions and questioning uh, do I keep that door open do I go back to corporate and you know that that mindset that level of Navin is a very different level and a very different person to the Navin that we see in front of us now so I want to get into who is Navin now and where is Navin going and who is that future version of you who are you becoming Navin sure okay well you know if you had actually said to me when I go back to that original story years ago and if somebody had told me after that meeting, right, when I walked away and said in years time, right, you're going to have become from a struggling salesperson to award winning salesperson to selling millions of pounds worth of products to going on the, you know, the trips they used to give you and everything to becoming a, a, an author to running your own business and coaching and training other people to be on guests on uh, CNN to be on, you know, to make my own online products, you know, all the stuff that's happened, right, to evolve, I would have said, I don't believe you, right? So I was actually thinking about it this morning, when because I, I obviously my book launches tonight, and I was thinking, you know, that's something that if I if I looked back years ago, I would never believe is possible. So for me, I, I know a lot of other people are playing not to their full potential, right? Some people are playing really below their full potential. Some people are not playing, they're just playing a little bit under potential, but they're not playing to full potential. So for me, I realize I wasn't, and I've constantly evolved. It's always been an upgrade and the next level, the next level, next level. I still don't feel I'm playing to my full potential. I know I'm not, but I'm always working towards that. So in answer to your question is, my business is all about, ultimately, it's, I've gone, I'm using sales because that's my background. And I understand really sales really well, and I think it's really important. And I've actually found it, I actually believe it's more important than I used to think it was since I've joined the entrepreneurial world. And I see some great people at what they're doing, great coaches, physiotherapists, whatever it is. And because they're not comfortable with selling, they're not only losing so much money for their own lives, but they're not helping as many people, right? So sales is my initial media, but really what it is, is I, I want to empower people. I want to inspire and motivate people. And I want people to be playing their best version of themselves. So I've been doing that. And I do my one-to-one coaching. I'm going to be launching a group coaching program. I'm going to carry on doing, I'm getting more into the speaking circuit now as well. And the vision for the future is I want to empower over 1 million people. Okay. And eventually I believe in a few years time, I'll probably even navigate away from just doing sales. I've already started doing some work with football teams. Okay. And they don't obviously need to sell. We're working on inner game stuff. So eventually what I want to do is I want to take that and I want to make it even grander. And I want to create like an academy um, because don't get me started, probably another podcast. I don't really like what they teach at schools right? um, or a lot of what they do. And I'd love to create like an academy where people can go through and literally transform themselves. And eventually, this is the re- long, long-term goal. I'll even start working with schools. But, you know, I'm not going to go too far into the future. But to answer your question, it's about empowering people, getting the better version of themselves. At the moment, it's about developing their sales skill and their sales mindset so that they can start going out and living the lives they want and impacting the lives of other people that they want to do rather than playing it too small. Beautiful. And I'm assuming there's a little bit of this magic in your book. Tell us all about the book. Yeah, so so the book Selling from the Inside Out, which you've written a lovely forward to for. So thank you, Sammy. 
Um, the only, I mean, I was a bit disappointed, and I'll tell you even about this. I was hoping the book would be ready today. I booked my book launch. It's at the Homegrown Private Members Club in London. So I spent the money and got everything ready and all the rest of it. And it's because the publisher, problem on their end, it's just not ready in time. And actually, I thought, well, do you know what? This is actually about me educating people. The book launch, I'm actually going to put a workshop there. So it's going to be out in probably a week or two. I'll let everybody know when that's, when that's the case. But the book itself, what I wanted to do, I wanted to summarize all my philosophy, thinking, training, coaching on sales, both inner game and outer game. So the book's divided into two parts. The first part is the inner game of sales, which goes through like relationship with yourself, relationship with sales, confidence and belief, how to reduce your fear, how to have a winning mindset, all the kind of stuff that I said, like mindset, emotional mastery. And the second half is the more tangible sales skills. So how can you ask powerful questions? Because a lot of people think that Salespeople, great salespeople have this like gift of the gab and silver tongue. I've actually seen sometimes they're the worst salespeople. And it's actually more about the questions you ask and the way you get your clients to think about and how well you listen. Okay? So it talks about questioning and listening and the use of storytelling and how you can weave that into your sales and how to actually influence people, not manipulate, but influence people and empower your customers to sell. And then what really closing, I mean, people hate this word closing, but what really is closing and when should it be used and how should it be used? So the idea is that people read both parts and they really, really upgrade their sales mindset and skills. And I wanted to make it a book that you can read in like an afternoon. I take the train a lot to places and it's like in a 90 minute, two hour journey, I would like someone to read it. So the book's been designed that you can read it in about 90 minutes. Now, if you do the exercises in it, that will take you several hours because I've also tried to make the book really practical. I don't want it just a book that sort of tells you like what you need to do maybe even why, but even some of the how, right? It's obviously not the same as going through coaching and training itself, but it's a really, really good, powerful start. So if anyone, I'd say anyone into personal development, but definitely if you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or even if you work in sales, then the book's for you because it's going to cover the inner game of sales, the skill set of sales, and it links the two together. And it's got practical exercises you can use straight away and get value out of it. I love it. And you've also started um, to go into group coaching programs as well, haven't you? So tell us about some of some of that. I know that that's starting very soon, isn't it? Sure. So it's a few weeks away again. I'll, I'll, I'll make a launch and tell everyone about that. Basically, I'm creating something called the Sales Impact Academy. And that's purely for entrepreneurs. That's purely for business owners, small business owners and entrepreneurs. And what that's going to be is I've created an online academy, which has got hours and hours of videos on inner game and hours and hours of videos and sales skills and people have access to that but they'll also be part of a community of like-minded entrepreneurs okay people in the same position as them and have those same challenges when it comes to sales okay growing their business so they can share best practices and then they'll have access to me or be having group coaching where on a weekly basis we'll be masterminding we'll be sharing information we'll be doing workshops and basically we'll be improving people's sales skills and sales mindset and i really want it to be what it says on the tin so the idea is that when you go through this, you do improve your sales, you do get more revenue, you do make more income, you do start helping more people. And that'll be coming out very soon, matter of weeks, and I will make uh, more of an announcement and give more details when that happens. 
fantastic can't wait to learn more and uh, for those of you that are in the ripple makers mastermind or on the one year no fear program you've probably met navin navin is one of our mentors on the the program and runs a success surgery uh, i think it's the third wednesday of every month isn't it and uh, he also delivers a couple of the masterminds for our ripple makers mastermind members every month to so really get behind the mindset of selling i know that several of our members even just in the last few weeks have started to launch their programs and uh, and you've been doing your sales mindset and the coaching stuff with them they've started picking up the phone they've started to reach out to clients started to build up their own programs and get people lined up i know we've got i've got one person in mind right now who i believe their program launches in a, in three or four days and they've already got six people on their program and it just makes so much of a difference when you have somebody who knows what they're doing just leading the way showing the way and saying, hey, look, I can see there's a train coming if you do this, that here's a blind spot and here's what that is and, and here's how you can change that blind spot. I think it's amazing the work you've been doing with our members, Navin, and I would just implore anybody uh, that's in this community or that's watching the podcast or listening to the podcast right now, if there's any part of you that knows that when it comes to building relationships and making sales and when, when I say that word selling, if you get that little... <clears throat> feeling there that's a classic symptom to reach out to navin and have a conversation speaking of which navin how can people get in touch with you what's the be one best way that they can connect with you and find out everything else from there yeah i mean if you want to find out more information there's two ways you can go to my website navingentlycoaching.com or go and actually my linkedin page has got a lot about me as well so i'm navin Jately on linkedin um of course you can reach me by email which is navingentlycoaching at outlook.com um, and obviously okay. I'm part of the community, connect with me on social media, follow yeah. me, connect with me. I'm happy to sometimes even just give any advice I can as well. So, uh, and I'm, I'm part of the community and also thank you for creating this community and having me part of it because I, you know, I really, I think there's some great people there, great work being done. And just like you said, sometimes I think some people um, haven't quite got their head around selling either in terms of they don't like it, right. Or they haven't got the skill set. And I think I've just always like, Oh, I feel that they could be selling themselves short. So you yeah, know, touch if you ever need any help. Awesome. And what I love about the way that you teach Navin is that it is the opposite of the greasy salesman techniques. It really is about the relationship that you're building with yourself and that you're building with others. Highly, highly recommend that you work with Navin. Uh, you know, Navin wouldn't be on this screen with me right now if I hadn't have been behind his business for the last two or three years. I'm, I've been right inside Navin's business. I know how he's doing it, how he's running it. Uh, I've been very blessed to connect Navin with other people that have been Navin's next step as well. And so for me to be able to connect you and Navin together, that's my dream. That You know, that's where ripples are made. And maybe you know somebody that would be the best connection for Navin. Maybe you know somebody that has a show that can feature Navin and they can interview him to tell more people about this book. Maybe you know someone that has a community and Navin might be the next perfect expert to step up as a mentor in that community as well. If you have any idea of connections and potential collaborations, reach out to Navin. If you're in the One Drop Movement community, you can click on members, you can go up, you can find Navin on there if you didn't catch the details before. But just know that if if you're listening to this on the podcast or watching it on YouTube, you'll see all of Navin's details in the description below. So have a wonderful, wonderful day, whatever you're doing, guys and girls. Go out there, make those ripples, create those waves. Navin, thank you for being thank part you so of it. Thanks for having me. 
your one drop is making many, many ripples, my friend. And I, I'm so delighted I've got front row seats to watch all the other ripples you're going to make as well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Take care, guys and girls. We'll see you on the next show. And for those of you watching in from the Facebook group, you've had a little sneaky peek. Make sure you go to uh, the Ripple Makers podcast and you'll find loads more interviews just like this that will inspire you to go out and make your ripple of impact. If you feel like you're alone on this journey, when you listen to some of the other oh fuck moments, you'll, you'll just be like, hell, like I've got it all together in comparison to some of the oh fuck moments that we've had featured on here. Uh, Navin, thank you so much. I'll look forward to sharing this out when it becomes the podcast and we'll let you know when it's going live and good luck with your book launch. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Take care. See you later. Bye-bye.